everybody. My name is Tony Cardenas, and welcome to Luxury Trends by Kerry Holly. Today, we're going to have an extraordinary episode lined up for you. How are you doing today, Carrie? I'm doing well, Tony. Thanks. Today, we're excited to welcome Gary Nance, a celebrated architectural designer. Gary has crafted several multi-million dollar homes across the United States, and he brings a wealth of experience and creativity from his base in Carmel, Indiana. He has been featured on the cover of Better Homes and Gardens, and his work is a testament to luxury innovation. Gary, it's great to have you on the podcast. Hey, I appreciate being here. Yeah, great to be for with you. All right, well, let's dig in. Tell us how you got your start in you know, architecture. I was one of these lucky guys, lucky kids that knew I was going to do this since I was about five years old. I was the guy building blocks in school and, and sketching while I should have been listening. Yeah. And, and, um, and I just took that all the way through my career, all through high school. I worked construction all through college, same thing, uh, with a local prominent Indianapolis home builder. Uh-huh. And who, then who it, was that? it was John Kleinops at the time. He okay. was way ahead, ahead of his uh of his career, of anybody here in the Midwest. He yeah. came from Latvia. He was out in California a lot. So he brought that whole European California field to Indianapolis. He built, for those of you from the Indianapolis area, he built Royal Pines. That was oh, one yeah. of his oh, final, yeah. okay. you know, where he took yeah. an old Christmas tree forest and put all these unique houses in. He did right. Bell Mead and, and Traders Point. And, and um, yeah. so every summer, I never had to look for a, a summer job through high school or college. I just walked in and I was ready to go. And at first it was digging holes and carrying lumber and doing whatever it took, making deliveries. And then it got to the point where I would draw. And it was he was he was a great mentor to me. So then out of school, did you go right into the business? So um, right out of school, I remember I, I, grad, I went to Ball State and then I went to Harrington Institute in Chicago. Mm -hmm. And I remember I graduated on a Friday and I worked on Monday. Really? Because I was living, I was in Chicago. It was a great chance to get this job in this high-end architectural design firm. Uh, we were right on Michigan Avenue across from the Art Institute. Mm -hmm. The windows and faced Lake Michigan. And I didn't want to say, hey, I'm going to start in two weeks so I can rest or three weeks. I w that was a tough time, economic time, yeah. for, the, for the design and architecture business. So I just jumped on it. And wow, I'm, what a first job. Oh, yeah, it was great. Yeah. And uh, uh, she, um, one of the partners had critiqued our senior class, and she offered me the job, and I took it. Wow, yeah. I worked there for 12 years. So then you moved back to the Indianapolis area? I was ready to come back. I got married. We were ready to start a family. I've always loved residential. And um, I always wonder what would happen if I was stayed in Chicago and got into the residential yeah. market up yeah. there. But it's interesting enough, I just finished a big project in Winnetka. Uh -huh. so, and I've got another one uh, getting ready to start from a Chicago client up in Culver. So I got that connection so a little bit. Well, you've done a lot of homes in Culver, haven't you? Uh, Culver's been great to me. I have done to date 34 houses, 34 lake houses. You, you oh, can't call kidding. them cottages anymore. Right, yeah, right. Well, you know, no, at least cottages. some of them. Yeah. And uh, I have, uh, let's see, three on the boards right now. So, wow. Gary, so Gary, I remember uh, one of the very first ones that you did, if I'm not correct, uh, that um, you had to go to a basketball game here that your son was at. And the guy called you up like the day before and said, hey, I would like for you to come up to Culver or somewhere in that region to come and look at my house. And, and you said, you don't understand. I have to be at this game. 
okay? Uh, and the guy says, well, I'll have you at the game. He goes, well, it's not possible for me to leave tomorrow morning and get back to the game. Do you remember that? I do. And that I, was a I, I'm just amazed you remember that. That was a Bell Jet Ranger helicopter uh, that guy sent uh, for uh, you. That's true. So that's tell, that, jump in that just for well, a second. You know, some of the, these, some of the lake houses are, that I do and the clientele is just a little bit different level than your typical Indianapolis Carmel right. high-end residence. Right. It's a whole nother ball game. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, whether I'd been jetted up to, to uh, uh, the lake or here, in Indiana, or here in Indiana or up to Charlevoix or up to Walloon, that happens quite a bit, which is kind of neat. So, and I'm doing a project in Nashville, Tennessee, where I will occasionally fly down there. It's only a 45-minute flight, believe it or not. That's private. Private. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so how did you break into the luxury demographic? I've got to say it was purely by luck. Yeah. I just rolled into it from people I knew. It all started when I was in the commercial design business here in Indianapolis, and I met a lot of people, chairmen, you know, and partners, Ice Miller and mm-hmm. Mayflower and, and, and different people like that that led to my introduction to the high-end home market. Yeah. If you can do our offices and different things. Like we, were, we did Ice Miller when they first moved into the AOL building years ago. Really, and then and then just, that just kind of took me to the next it's step. Referral. It's all referral. Yeah, it's yeah. purely referral. Well, let's talk about a little <clears throat> bit about aesthetic and what's trending now. I, it seems like here in the Indianapolis area, all of the new construction, the estates, they're very contemporary, modern, flat roof lines. What, what are you seeing? What What do you think the trend is right now in this area? Well, I'm seeing that right now, but. The thing is, what everybody's seeing, the flat roof contemporaries are going up right now, those were already four and five years ago in their right. development. Right. You know, when you really yeah. start analyzing what it takes to put a project together. Mm-hmm. And I think the next step is going to be this more English-European country look, believe it or not. Interesting. I love and, that. And Because yeah. um, I have two on the boards right now. Okay. And and it was about 11 years ago where I did a flat roof contemporary out at Geist. It was one of the first ones out there. And I remember there was only one requirement that that uh, the homeowner what she wanted. She insisted that I have no gl- no wood at all in the house. So got to be steel, glass, and yeah. mirrors. That's it. Yeah. Now that was 10, 12 years ago. Right. You know, it was just almost like we did. You know, quote the uh, proverbial white country farmhouse, modern farmhouse. Oh God! Please what, tell what, me that's over. That was hell. I did that. <laughs> That's that years ago. I, I did that eight and ten years ago. Yeah. You know, I don't know yeah. what everybody's going to do when they have their what they're going to how they're going to renovate their gray kitchens with their white house. Right. I don't know what they're going to do. It's yeah. like the mauve of the eighties. <laughs> You're exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Avocado refrigerator. There, there you go. So what what is the difference between modern and contemporary because they're used interchangeably? No, they are, and that's a good question because, you know, it, there's more of a timeless look to, to uh, a contemporary house because, you know, they just, even though, you know, a house from the 50s and the 60s has, has a look, but some of them are so well done that they still look great today. Right. And and that's the key. I, it seems like the, the modern is the, 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 the very sleek, minimalistic um, types of homes. I, don't you feel like that will be dated in ten uh, in ten years, don't you think we'll look back at that like we're looking at the modern farmhouse? Like oh, I agree, it's a sign of the times. I and mean, if they're not done correctly, mm-hmm. they really will be that way. Because yeah. if you look at some of the houses that were done by Evans Woolen, um, who I uh, interned with twi- twice during my school career, 
you know, his houses are still great today. Right. And and um, they're spectacular, whereas some of these other ones are just trying to pull it off and the proportions off. And right. They're trying to mimic stuff they see in L.A. and in the magazines, and right. they just are missing the boat. Well, they're close, yeah. but they're just not what it should be. And here in this area, in central Indiana, it's really, you know, to see this big swath of land and a big contemporary home go on it, it almost seems... Contradic- contradictory. Oh, I agree. Because right? just like or you said, in you know, in, in, you know, out West and they're, they're tight together and right. they look great. That's part of the whole synergy of vibe. It. Yeah, right. exactly. Right. So what are some of the, um, other things that are heavily requested in entertainment or health? Um, I'm hearing people cold plunges and saunas, pickleball courts. I mean, what, what are your, <laughs> Let's get you into that. Pickle, you want a pickleball court, Tony? I would love to have one. But Gary, talk to us about some of the saunas and the stuff that you're putting in some of these extraordinary homes that you're building. Yeah, we do. Uh, we're doing a lot of rock salt sauna walls. And, really? And that's, you know, we've done saunas in the past, but now it's the rock salt. And that's... And why do they want that? Because it, it's a... It's, it's an, natural, It's right? a natural feel. Now, not all the walls are, are rock salt. Mm-hmm. Just a portion of them. And they're backlit. So it's also a really oh, cool look. yeah. And it just helps with the whole purification of your body in addition to what the heat is doing. Right. Now, you can't use them in infrared, and I don't think infrared saunas are that great. That's just my opinion. Um, uh, because, you know, they don't get hot enough. It depends how much you like enough. to sweat. Well, that's exactly I, right. I like it. Yeah. I think it's nice and warm and cocooning. It, it is just part of a, yeah. a rock wall. Yeah, the rock wall is pretty <laughs> cool. And then, um, you know, the other things are the, you know, we do climbing walls in these yeah. gyms. And, yeah. Now, and how high are these people putting these climbing walls in their house? You know what? We have one that's in a, in a basement of a, of a lake house that's only about 10 feet tall, whereas we've got another one that is, you know, 20 feet tall. Yeah. And because part of it's, the, you know, strengthening just hanging on the wall, that kind of thing. Really, and, and um, it's fun for the kids, and it's for, and that's really what it is. It's yeah. for the grandkids, mm-hmm. because in this playroom at a lake house, there's a climbing wall and marker boards on the wall and chalkboards, and right. you know, it, it's like a, a a daycare. Yeah, and what about um, cold plunges? I'm having people request, and I know, just as you can put in a, a sauna anywhere, like in an exercise room or a bathroom. Now they're selling the cold plunge tubs. Are you putting those oh, inside, I, outside? Are you? I'm doing them out inside right now. I've not done one outside, but we have them where, you know, you've got, we've got them centrally located. So we have the cool pl- cold plunge in the middle, mm-hmm. sauna on one side, steam on the other. Oh, yes. So then they That's do. That's what I'm talking about. They do the <laughs> trifecta. <laughs> yeah. Really? That is oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah because the whole, plunge, the whole thing. The whole uh, thing, me, yes, yes. It, it's, I, I, it's amazing. Yeah, I won't be doing one. You said me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm Gary. <laughs> but, uh, she looked at me, and that's, that, well, that's what threw me. Exactly, I I me too. Flustered with, you know, the, with the. But the bottom line is, I'm not doing a cold plunge. You do mine. But the thing <laughs> is, the, the trick to it is, so you do it. And you go in the cold plunge. You go back in the sauna. Yeah. You go back into the cold plunge. You go back into the sauna, and that's yeah. really that's what great for you. pulls everything together. Yeah. Pickleball courts. Oh, I make the biggest joke to all my clients. I can draw pickleball courts in my sleep. You know, it's the it's the it's thing the going. Thing I've got people doing pickleball courts. Not only do they have one outside, they have one inside. Yeah. Uh, we've got one where we're doing it. Uh, we have twelve foot walls in the basement. And we're having they're under the four car garage. Right. Is a pickleball court. Yeah. 
and then you have to set it up with the bar and the viewing and right. you know and then you know it becomes a big entertainment thing now of For course sure. it, it's kind of it's taken the place almost in addition or the in addition to the golf simulator right you know whereas that had the bar counter so you could make fun of everybody hitting the ball right you know where now you've got it where you've got viewing for the pickleball court as well and i have one where we have two pickleball courts outside and one inside plus an indoor lap pool really yeah well with the pickleball court inside can't is that just a sport court can you is it multiple you can use do some multiple basketball. use to it but they they you can it just the lines are different and, right yeah, yeah and all that but you know you have to have the overflow and the run and and everything of that side but it is a big deal i was just at a, a client's house friday night and and you know that's all the the talk is about their pickleball championships yeah, yeah. It's, you know, it's and people go, do you play? I said, no way. I hear about it too much. I'm, I'm, I, I, I want to get away from it. What about home theaters? Are people still putting theaters in their house or is that wasted well, space? You know, yeah. it's really wasted space because who wants to just go and sit there? Yeah. You know, it has to be integrated into the bar, the seating area, you know, uh, bistro tables, rather just to go and sit. Yeah. You know, I barely go to the movies anyway, let alone I'm going to go sit in somebody's house right. and see some movie I've already seen. I'm seeing people repurpose them to golf simulators and exactly. uh, gaming rooms. So it's just, just more multifunctional. Yeah. yeah. Get rid of get rid of your VCR. Now, I do, uh, you know, <laughs> in fact, Saturday night at a different client's party, they were, they were talking about there's a group of women and they get together, I think, once a month mm -hmm. and they go to different friends' um golf simulator rooms uh-huh and they they'll they're, they're acting like they're traveling well we're going to hawaii this oh, month right so yeah. then they'll put the scenes on from the from hawaii then they'll go to scotland or, yeah. or you know you name it Hilarious. you know and, and whatever and, yeah. the theme is they're having the cocktails with the theme right yes yeah. and, and and doing the golf as well of course but as it becomes this mini vacation how fun yeah how, how cool is that so um walk-in closets I've got clients putting in champagne bars. Oh, you, you took I the mean, words right out of my mouth. Yeah. I've got one right now. Maybe we're talking about the same person. But we have a house under construction where we have at the end of her closet the seating area, the champagne refrigerator, yeah. the counter where she can have a, her friends in six to seven to eight It's yeah. it, for that end yeah. and just sit there and drink champagne and talk. Well, I mean, the you know, you put up your handbag collection and oh, i mean it's uh, great scenery it's yeah. louis vuitton and gucci you know yeah. at home i don't know if i'd want to go over to my friend's house though and hang out in the closet but it's pretty cool. on some of these you know, this one's pretty yeah. cool yeah and then i've i've done one where we uh we had solid doors but mm -hmm. everything was behind doors but then we did a, a a bar above the doors because she would like to open up the doors hang clothes up put outfits together so there's that rod that runs all the way around the room right right yeah. Like the, the dry cleaners. Almost like the dry right, cleaners, but, but not. Oh, I right. need a new year, closet. Years yeah. ago, I had a guy, he had over 200 pairs of cowboy boots. And in his closet, we had a rack just like what you just said. Right. Um, just like at the for cleaners the for the boots. So yeah. he'd hit a button and the track would go all the way That's around amazing. the room. And he'd pick it, you know, his, out the boots. That's amazing. He's had his boots. So what is the most unique request you've gotten? You know, like over the top, over the top. I mean, you've seen a lot in your life. I'm going to say where we have a swimming pool mm -hmm. and then we have the ability to put a dance floor over it, almost like the movie. Yeah. And then it's 
then it becomes enclosed with a tent or not with the chandelier. So it's this multi-purpose. It's a swimming pool. It's a dance floor. It's it's everything. That's so it has an apparatus that will come up and cover. It's brought in, but it all pool? fits because it's a glass floor. So you, oh my gosh. and then you're on it. Now we've also done them where you walk into a foyer, and the foyer is fairly long and deep. Mm -hmm. And it's also looking down into the game room down below. Right. So, you know, you get this feel like, where's this and what's that? Right. Well, I've seen that done with garages, like luxury yeah. garages yeah. that just like cars. a woman's closet. Right. The guys. Sure. The garage and the viewing, the windows. Oh, and yeah. The bar. Sure. Yeah. Now, yeah. I've got one client. They have a collection of great cars. And he has some that were, uh, uh, he's got a, a VW bus that was... Um, you know, a star's mm -hmm. trailer at the at the movie set for yeah. years, you know, and different things like that. So then his garage becomes a place where they have parties, you know, because it's, who wants, you want some excitement. You want something different. It's just not another house, a big house with furniture. So what? Yeah. Yeah. You know, the so. big house, the big, beautiful house with furniture anymore is, it's not the game. It, it's there has everything. to be more excitement. Right. It's all visual and stimulation. So, one last question um, before we get all of your contact information so all of our viewers can contact you to build their um, dance floor over a pool. <laughs> right. uh, what do you see, you know, the market on my side of things, it's very tumultuous. I mean, it's great one day, the next day it's terrible. It's so unpredictable. What are, are you seeing people holding back a little bit or are you seeing people go all in? Everybody's going all in with yeah. me. It, yeah. it has not slowed down. And even in different economic times in the past, mm -hmm. 10 years that went up and down, because I was able to get into the lake house market, the second house market, that money never dries up. Right. So I was, you know, when people around here were just scrounging for work and just desperate, you know, I was lucky enough to be doing these vacation homes here in Montana and, and Michigan and Georgia, and yeah. it kept me busy. But I think w jumping back to the one I did in Georgia, it was kind of interesting. It was at the Ford Plantation, which was Henry Ford's summer or winter home. Mm -hmm. And um, it was very private, as you can imagine. And I was the only one in the Ford mansion that night, except for the staff. And the client um, had me in Mrs. Ford's bedroom. And, you know, it was, it, oh was, it was just, that was probably... Cool to date a very cool experience that I will always remember. And it's like the Fords live there, the artwork, the China, the silverware, the, you know, everything, you know, like it's, you're waiting for her to come home. Yeah. And, you know, and they're all the, the pictures of Thomas Edison and, and, um, you know, people at Firestone and all those guys, you know, that would go there and brainstorm, you know, what sure. was next for our country. It was just fascinating. And they experience. just preserved it. Exactly. That, you know, by being in a career that I have, I'm so lucky to be exposed to all this. So How amazing. Uh, did they let people stay there? Or what's the whole? Yes, it, it, they let people stay there. They they do have a cocktail uh, at cocktail hour. It's uh, gin and tonics and chocolate chip cookies because that's what Mrs. Ford would always have. Really? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, Gary, this has been amazing. You've shared so many fun things with us. How can somebody get a hold of you? It's uh, GaryNanceDesign.com. My email is GNance at GaryNanceDesign.com. Fantastic. And that's really the best way. Okay. 
All right. Well, to our listeners, thank you for joining us on Luxury Trends by Carrie Holly. We hope today's discussion has given you a glimpse into the exclusive world of luxury home design. Stay tuned for more episodes where we'll continue to explore the elegance and innovation of luxury living. And Gary, uh, thank you for coming on the show. Carrie, uh, this is really, really interesting show, and we got more shows for you in the future. Thanks, everybody. Don't miss out on our next show. Have a happy holiday.